Hello, welcome to the Show Oshibeson podcast. Show Oshibeson is the lead pastor, Grace Made Christian Center, where we raise change agents. We do hope you'll be refreshed by God's word today. Happy listening. Can we lift our hands and give glory to Jesus this morning? Give him glory for helping us see today as grace made this new beginning. You've been faithful, Lord, from the ages past. That is why It's for You've been faithful, Lord. You've been faithful, Lord. From the ages That is Spirit, we dedicate this place to you. Glorify Jesus in this place. Multiply disciples in this place. Multiply testimonies in this place. Heal the sick in this place. Let the unsaved find salvation in this place. Let the barren become joyful mother of children in this place. Let the confused find direction in this place. Let this place take this ministry forward to greater heights, to greater heights, to greater heights. I command the doors of grace open in the realm of the spirit. Let there be influx of lives, families, destinies in the name of Jesus Christ. If there be any principality trying to hold things down, I command their hold to be broken in the name of Jesus. I release this church into a new season completely. Let the sweeping wind of the Holy Ghost begin to blow in this place, in this environment, moving resources into this place. Human resources, material resources, financial resources, in the name of Jesus Christ. Cause leaders to grow in this place. Cause businessmen to blossom in this place. Cause career people to blossom in this place. Let the voice of this ministry sound louder in this season. In the name of Jesus Christ. And if there be any Jonah in the system that might want to hinder the progress of this great ship, Lord, let the Holy Ghost push them out. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Please put your hands together for Jesus. I'm glad to be here. I, I think it's a divine assignment. Um, Wednesday, 25th of May, is our wedding anniversary. And that's on Wednesday. But today we're having um, vow renewals in church. So, uh, But I said I have to just come here, even if it's for two seconds, and be 
a blessing. I celebrate Pastor Shilms. Pastor Shilms. For, I love you both a lot. I believe in the future of your household first, as it were, and then this grace-made ministry. And I believe you will go very far. I believe that God will organize right relationships. I believe God will pull resources here. And as God continues to do that, continue to give him all the glory again and again. Not that you are better than your colleagues. It's election of grace. Always tell him that in your privacy and in the public. And as you keep giving him all the glory, the glory will multiply. I'm glad to see us uh, grace singers. How do you call the singers? Eh? Grace service, okay. Because everything here is grace made, so... Even me, I'm grace. I'm grace here. <laughs> Please put your hands together. Thank you, worship team. Thank you. Can we have our seats quickly? God is good. The future you don't see, you never attain. Can I come down? Um, speak. I, mean, I already prayed this morning, <laughs> so I'm going back to preach again. The visions that this church, the visions you have for tomorrow, matters. And everyone here, what you don't see, you never become. When God wants to change a man's future, he changes the things he sees. Without vision, there can be provision. Provision is for the vision. Resources move uh, to fund or fuel the vision. So it's my prayer that today God will open your eyes afresh to see a better family better business, better careers in the name of Jesus Christ. Pastor, do you cook? Uh, jollof rice. Can't cook jollof rice. But you have an idea of how to cook jollof rice. You see, <laughs> if you want to cook for Pastor Shell jollof rice, what are the ingredients you need? Obviously. Rice, pepper, of course. Which one? Palm oil or granite oil? Yes. Yes. Onions, yes. <laughs> you have tried. <laughs> now, if Pastor desires to cook jollof rice for Pastor Show tomorrow morning as a vision, that is what he wants to do. All he's enumerating are the ingredients he will gather. It won't gather yams. It won't gather beans. The vision you have for tomorrow determines what you gather. If I where you are today is a function of the visions you had yesterday. When I see your friends, when I see the books you are reading, it's not the friends that's the problem, it's you. If you see yam on the road, will you buy it for that jollof rice? No, you don't need it. It is rice, onions, pepper. So the kind of things you attract is a function of your vision for tomorrow. And we are closing in on the first half of this year. I want people to re-navigate and check their visions again and see what possibilities obtain in God the second half of the year. Now, we don't wait for resources before we see vision. It is the vision that attracts resources. I'm sure you understand that now. People always try to look at what I have before what I think. No, it is what you think that determines what you have. 
So many people limit themselves by the resources they have now. No, it is the vision that brings the new resources. It is the vision that attracts the new relationships. The further you see, the greater lives become. I'm saying to you that ideas for breakthroughs will not come to you if you have not first seen visions of breakthrough. Ideas for expansion, innovation will not come to you if you have not seen expansions first. So God had to work with Abraham. His name was Abraham. He had no child. And then God needed to work on him. That was why he changed his name to Abraham, meaning father of nations. Now, it was to help his vision. If I say to you elephant now, you don't think of the spelling. You think what? Elephant. So when God said, your name shall not be called Abraham, he's trying to help Abraham to start seeing fruitfulness. Because God's promises, yes, if your vision does not match it, it will never happen. So God can make Abraham fruitful. But it will not happen until Abraham sees it himself. So he had to change his name. So when the group of census, what is your name? Father of nations. Uh, go to anywhere for employment. What is your name? The more he was saying it, the more he was seeing it. And when what he was saying was able to match what God wanted to do, fruitfulness began to happen. I pray that God will heal your blindness. I pray that God will give you new visions of greatness. Because the seeds of greatness are on your inside. Where you are is the least you will ever be. <laughs> what men have done, men can do even better. Every generation must be better than the previous. The best of God is never in the past. Are you hearing me, sir? The best of, no matter what you have seen in business, no matter what you have seen in any part of Spheres of influence is never the best of God. Okay, when um, um, this thing came to Nigeria, mobile phones. Which one did you use? Those types. Nokia. Sajem. You know Sajem? Some people here don't know Sajem. 3310. Which other one? Motorola. Yes. Akatel. Sonia Rickson. <laughs> Send no. Where are they? At that time, Apple was in existence. Though. The best of God is never in the past. The only name that lasts is Jesus. So there are new things coming up. This church is part of the new thing God wants to do in this land. Don't let any success of other ministries cripple you. The best of God is never in the past. In fact, you must be praying every time to remain relevant in the plans of God. God's always on the move. Many of us grew up with uh, Maranatha music. You know Maranatha music? Integrity music. Lift him up. His name be lifted higher. Where is it now? Now we have Jesus Culture, we have the Mavericks, all those guys. And then we have Nathaniel Bassi. <laughs> so those who have visions are the ones that we capture the new things from God. He's always moving it. Those who now have visions of greatness, visions of relevance, they are now the ones that will attract it to themselves. You will not expire before your time. 
and your deeds will grow. Think small and you fall behind. It takes a lion's heart to have your lion's share. Yes. A squirrel is different from a lion. I feel for Benin Republic a lot. The name of their national team. You know that? You know the name of their national team? Eh? Who knows it? Benin Republic. A whole country naming their national team squirrels. Maybe they've changed it now, but the last time I saw it, squirrels. And the squirrel is playing indomitable lions of Cameroon. Who will win? <laughs> or super eagles. <laughs> it takes a lion's heart to have your lion's share. He said, You shall be the head and not the tail. You shall be above only. It's either you want to be the head, that should be your mindset. Where the head goes, tail must follow. Where the head goes, tail must follow. The tail has no choice. So think leadership. Think greatness. You know, I love dogs. And there are some of those species that they cut their tail. There's a name they call it in veterinary medicine. Huh? They dock it or something. They cut the tail like Rottweilers. Now, the dog even looks more beautiful without the tail. But you cannot behead the dog. You can do without the tail. You cannot do without the head. He said you shall be above only and not beneath. Write it somewhere. I shall, I'm the head and not the tail. And say it 10,000 times. How many times? You are instructing your destiny. It doesn't take more than some four hours to do that. Or you want to spread it in three days. You just say it in the morning from scriptures. I'm the head and not the tail. You lock yourself somewhere. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above only and not beneath. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm the head. 10,000 times. You do 1,000, you mark it. I'm the head. By the time you finish, you have told your eleda. <laughs> you have told your head that we are the, we are going to the front. And when you do that, what will make that thing happen? God is mandated to move it in your direction. So your thinking will change. There's a way heads think go. Oh. And when you have visions of greatness like that, always present it before the Lord for helps. Except the Lord build a house, they labor in vain. When you write down those powerful goals as crafted in your spirit from scriptures, you now present it to God in prayers. The Lord, I need your help. I need your favor. I need your wisdom. The help of God, except the Lord build a house, they labor in vain that build it. Lord, help me, help me. This can't happen without you. I need your wisdom to make proper decisions, profitable decisions. And I need your favor. Somebody somewhere must like what I'm doing without looking for something in return. Favor is destiny catalyst. Some things that should have taken 10 years can take 2 years by the favor of God. Lord, I need your favor on this project. I need your favor in this ministry. I need your favor. I need your favor. Help me, Lord. So you have visions of greatness and then you, you, you pray to God and then you practice hospitality. I think
think it's in Hebrews 13 too, if you can have it on the screen. Hebrews 13 too. Many don't know that it takes recommendations to make progress in life. Someone somewhere is speaking about you, either for good or for good. Let me not say for bad. He said, do not forget to entertain strangers. Entertain there talks about hospitality, care, care for people, love for people. He said, for by so doing, some have unwittingly, what? Entertained angels. How do you relate to people in your office, in your business? I know you prayed in January and you saw billions of Naira and then somebody comes with a business of 250,000. Uh, what is this? I don't need this kind of client. And then you become so irritable. You treat that client like it's nothing because what you saw was billions. And then you don't know that inside the 250 lies the billions. That man that you are treating or that woman in that business environment will speak about you somewhere. And the man that has the billions will hear what they are saying and know whether they should do business with you or not. Treat people with kindness. Rebecca did that for that woman at the well. You know the story? He never knew the man. He never met. I'd never met him before. I'd never. And he was there. She was very polite. She, the man came with 10 camels. 10! And Rebecca said, I will water them until they are done. Ah, 150 liters per camel. I never met him before. Now, now, if she knew what was at stake, we can say she was acting out. She was just being hospitable. <laughs> Glory to God. He told the man, not that the man was begging her, I will help your camels. I will water them until they are done drinking. 150 camels haven't traveled. And after she finished serving, <laughs> the man said, whose daughter are you? Unknown to her. She was sorting out her marital future, her financial future, her spiritual future. Unknown to her. How many of us will serve like that without knowing what to do? Without knowing what will come out of it? She was just doing it. And I believe that that's how she behaves. You serve your way up and you serve your way to remain up. It's either you are serving God chemically or ebellically. Genesis 4, uh, verse 2, please. They were to present a sacrifice before the Lord. And Cain brought, uh, verse, 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 verse 3, you know, verse 3. And in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought, Cain brought, Cain brought an offering of the fruit of the ground to the Lord. <laughs> Glory to God. Next verse, verse 4. And Abel also brought of what? The firstborn of his flock and of their fat. Can we have this verse in any version? You can get any version, the Amplified or ERV. And the Lord respected Abel and his offering. Thank you. But Abel brought fat portions from some of the firstborn of his flock. The Lord looked with favor on Abel and his offering. But on Cain, he rejected it. So you, 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 when you are serving, not every stewardship is acceptable. Now this taught me a lot of lessons. It's a different thing if they say Cain did not come. And Abel, no, you, are, you can be doing it and yet not be rewarded. That's why in most churches, people that have been working in a church for a long time stop receiving rewards. 
Somehow they start doing like Cain. Come late for meetings. I'm busy. I have this, you know. And a new person that joins the church with the energy like Abel, they do it, you know, you know, you know. God is a rewarder of them that, not them that seek him. Them that seek him diligently. If they told you you have to be in the embassy tomorrow by 8 a.m., many of you get up by 4 a.m. Except you don't believe God exists. God is a reward of them that diligently seek. I'm not here as it were to please both of you. Thank God for both of you. God is marking me. We are stewards. And when he marks you right at a level, he moves to the next level. Do you understand me? And I want to say that to all the workers in the church, choir members, ushers, don't ever serve God like Cain. He's a bad spirit. Maybe not to do it at all is better. You know why? Because God is a jealous God. He knows how you attend to your own private things. They say you should be somewhere for 10. You are there by 7. And there's a meeting in church for, for, for 8 p.m. You get up by 9.30, twinkle, and sitting at the back. God will replace you like that. He said, use me for your glory. Don't let stones replace me. God Almighty. He did not answer Cain. Not that um, they were doing sacrifice. And then some, some smoke came out of Cain. And then, no, there was no smoke. No, no response. And then on Abel, he was bountiful that, wow, even Cain noticed that God is rewarding this man and he killed him. Serve God diligently. Serve God consistently. Hate I service with your life. God is the one that rewards. God is, when God rewards you, no man can stop it. It, was, it is always loud. Pastor, we pray for you. Pastor, we encourage you. But when God lands on you with rewards, I have seen it. Who am I? Why do we tithe? It's honoring God. Honor the Lord with your substance and with the first fruit. That's what Abel did. The first part that only the living can earn. This is 300,000. Lord, this is your portion. I honor you with my tithe. My job is not my source. You are my source. I present this to you. I love you, Lord. And then his blessing rests on the remaining. And then your life now looks bigger than the salary. And somebody else is earning more than you. But the devourer is devouring everything. If God be God, let him be God in your life. Serve him. Serve him. Serve him diligently. Serve him consistently. Serve him with passion. I said to God some weeks ago, if nobody serves you again, I, I can't pretend not to know you. You have done certain things in my life that is hard for any atheist to tell me God does not exist. He cannot tell me that. I have seen your hand. You know, you know when you use a sling stone to kill Goliath, nobody on earth can tell you God does not exist. Nobody on earth. You need your own personal experiences. It should move from our God to my God. Whom I serve. You, you, you have your own experiences with him. I have those things written down in 1992. This one happened in 2012. You, that, this one can only be God that exists. So you can't tell me. You know, so if he exists, then his principles work. I pray you will see the hand of God this year. Rise up on your feet, people of God. i like you to say, Lord, I want to serve you. I want to serve you because I love you. Don't use God. Serve God. Many Nigerians use God because of national problems. Give me a job. Give me a baby. Give me money. It's okay. He knows. He's our father. But you have to outgrow that as you grow, you know. That, Lord, I serve you regardless. I love you regardless. 
He would never mismanage. You know, when God called me to ministry in, on campus, I was the best student in class. My parents were jittery. They were waiting for me to get a job so that I can start a funding. And I said, God told me to start a church. That time, starting a church that time looks like we have lost this child. So they were using one small mouth to try to ask, are you sure? I know it's a money matter. But God called me. I wonder, I said, God, you have to help me. You know, I said, can you imagine my hand? And how big my hand is? Of course, it's hard. But just try to imagine how big my hand is. So I try to imagine how big that hand is. You know, I said, see yourself in the middle of that hand. Just in the middle. I said, can you roll back 100 times? Ah, yes. Can you roll forward a thousand times? Yes. He said, no matter where you roll, I am, you cannot break your head. So relax. You are safe in his hands. You can't cover your nakedness. You can't. You can't. You can't. You can't. You can't. Serve God with your resources. You're not giving to pastor when you give in church. I tell them in our church, I'm on salary. It's not me that the time salary is the board of trustees. So don't think the money you give is... I told them clearly, you give, I'm also giving. And what you sow is what you reap. Serve God with your time. Serve God with your intellect. Those giftings that he gave you, let it matter to Christ. Don't use to serve Satan. Serve God with your education. Serve him. Serve him. Those who serve him will not serve sickness and disease. Those who serve him will not serve Satan. You know, when you serve him, when you serve him he services your body to serve him more. Hey. Yes, it keeps you in hell so you can stand as an usher properly. <laughs> it takes care of the mortgage. It takes care of the house rent so that you can usher without worrying. You shall serve the Lord your God and he will bless your bread. That's your business. He will take sickness away from the midst of them. Your company can't take sickness away from you. He said, the number of your days I will fulfill. You will, you live long. 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 One woman was trying to attack us in Surulere many years ago. I didn't know about it. She came herself to confess. And then they opened the calabash, whatever it is. And they said, every time they called my name and my face showed up, my pastor's face now shows up. Now, what did he do to you? Leave him alone. I didn't even know. They did it twice. Then everything scattered. Then she was in some plague. She now ran to church. I didn't even know. Be busy serving him. Let him be busy servicing you. Don't serve him like Cain. Serve him like Abel. Lift your hands and surrender yourself to him. Surrender yourself to him. Maybe you are coming to this church for the very first time. God has need of you. Or you have been a member of Grace Made. Lord, I will serve you. I repent of ways have been indolent. Ways have treated you like, sec like a secondhand tire. Ways have treated you like you are a man. I honor you, Lord. I surrender myself to you. I will serve you, Lord. I will serve you, Lord. All the days of my life. I will serve you, Lord. I will serve you, Lord. I, 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 I commit my days. I commit my years to you. You will never ever mismanage any one of us. You will never mismanage our lives. 
In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We're glad you're part of our community now and trust you are blessed by today's message. Please subscribe to the Show Oshibeson podcast. Like and share as well. You can also find Pastor Shewu on Instagram at Shewu Oshibeson or at Gracemade NG.